Hey everybody, welcome to Keep Talking Podcasts, fitness, health, and mindset series. I'm your host, Sean Tummelson, fitness coach and nutrition nerd, and I love talking about this stuff, and I hope you enjoy listening to it as much as I enjoy talking about it. Enjoy the episode. Well, hello everybody. Today I'm going to be talking about sleep and those you know phrases that you hear in the title, um, social jet lag and morning larks and night owls. Okay, so I'll get into that in a minute. It's funny because I'm you know this is a Wellness Wednesday episode, but I'm I'm recording it on a Sunday. Coincidentally, it's about 11:58 a.m. right now on a Sunday, and uh, it was a late night last night, Saturday night. I don't go out super often, but I did go out last last night, pretty late. And got to bed at around 12.30 p.m. I know some of you were like, that's not even late. But 12.30 is pretty late for me. Like I go to bed around 9 or 10 on average during the week, okay? So 12.30 is pretty late for me. And I still woke up at 5.30 because that's when my body naturally wakes me up for the most part, right? And that was without an alarm. Like I just woke up. So five hours of sleep, you know, not enough, definitely. Probably better to get seven or eight. Uh, but this is, um, it's a very interesting topic because it got me thinking, you know, okay, like... How, how real is this? I mean, I've known for a long time that a lot of times what we do during the weekends is we just totally mess up our health and fitness because we uh, go to bed two, three, four hours later than we do during the week. You know, you'd be consistent with your sleep during the week. Maybe you go to bed at 10, wake up at 6, you got to work, you know, whatever. Then on the weekends, you go to bed at 1 or 2 in the morning. And, you know, you might you might sleep in a little bit more, but you know it's not as good a quality sleep, especially if you're pounding alcohol as well and you got a hangover. Like, for a lot of reasons, it's it's not healthy what we do on the weekends. And this is essentially social jet lag. This is what it's, you know, referred to as. It's it's the same effect that you have when you travel time zones because what you're doing is you're disrupting your circadian rhythms. And what do our circadian rhythms do? It, well, it's our biological clock. clock. It tells us when to produce the hormones, for example, like cortisol in the morning that gives us a signal to wake up and be alert, when to begin producing the hormones like melatonin at night that give our body the signal to wind down and go to sleep. We mess with that, okay? And we mess with this in a lot of ways in the the world full of artificial lights that we live in in the modern world, okay? Now, it's, it's part of life, and like I'm well aware of this stuff, and yet I still choose to go out sometimes because it's fun and I like it, right? So I wanted to kind of look a little deeper into this, uh, just do a little more research and, and see like, okay, first off, like, you know, how, how real, how big of a deal is this social jet lag? Um and this going to bed a couple hours later every, you know, on the weekends sometimes. Um, and then even a bigger question that I started asking myself when I researched this is like, is this idea of night owls really real? You know, because like, okay, like a night owl is theoretically someone who just is higher energy at night, who goes to sleep a lot later typically, may even be you know awake during the night and asleep during the day. And I'm not just talking about people with shift work, okay? Because like if you were to ask me this question, just a few months ago and everything that I've studied over the last couple of years in getting into biohacking, quote unquote, I would tell you that we should be awake during the day and asleep during the night, that humans are diurnal creatures. We are not designed to be, a, you know, to be awake during the night when it's dark outside and that really are, you know, we should be getting more natural light in our eyes. This is what resets our circadian rhythm. This is what's essentially we're supposed to be awake when it's light and we're supposed to be asleep when it's dark. Okay. This is what we're supposed to be as human beings. And I would also tell you, and I would still stand by this, that doing shift work, night shift work, whoever has to do it, it's, it's really bad for your health. Like for me, if you were going to say, you know, Sean, I'll give you a new job, but you can work night shift and make 
20, 30% more pay than you make at your current job, I'd be like, no way. No, I won't do it. If I was totally, totally desperate for money, I guess I would do it, but, but I won't do it with where I'm at right now because you would have to increase my pay so much for me to work during the night just because of the negative health effects that I believe it has on me. We are designed to be awake during the day and to sleep during the night. Now, with that being said, you know, you hear about this idea of, okay, morning larks, morning people, you know, versus night owls, people who are better at night. And I've kind of heard, you know, sometimes that that's actually like a myth, like this is a bunch of bull crap. You know, this is people who like to stay up late trying to find ways to, you know, make an excuse for themselves or whatever. But it's interesting in researching this because there, there definitely do seem to be different chronotypes, as they call them. And like at first, they're like, okay, there's only two types. There's, you know, morning and night people. Then on one of this, there's an article I'm reading here from sciencealert.com that talks about there's actually six different human chronotypes that fall on a spectrum between morning larks and night owls. But like essentially, as I got more into reading this, the, the scientific evidence does seem to suggest that in spite of me saying that we that all of us are you know should be awake during the day and asleep during the night that for some people it is a bit different i certainly don't think that for some people they're designed to be awake all night and asleep all day i, I don't think that's the thing but i do think it, it appears based on my research of chronotypes that some of us are you know maybe like me just designed to be you're, you know we're genetically or whatever better in the morning more alert in the morning and less so in the evening and vice versa. Now, the interesting thing is I think this can definitely change over time, okay? Uh, because like for me, see for me where it all changed and I became a real, real early bird was in 2019, 2020 actually. Well, yeah, um, it was during the first year of the pandemic. I had so much going on. It was busy in my personal and professional life. The only way I could find time for myself any day was by waking up at like 4.30 or 5. And then that just kind of stuck with my body. Like before that, I was kind of more of like a regular person, if you want to say, where I would wake up at like 6.30 or 7, you know, sleep, maybe go to bed at like 11, 11.30, kind of like normal stuff, I feel like. And then I became a real early bird. It's funny because when I was a kid, I was more of an early bird, but then I got into like my 20s and I think I just fell into like that you know, I would go out sometimes on the weekends and sleep in more, but like even in the weeks, it would be like, you know, maybe going to bed at like 11 or 11.30 PM and waking up at like seven in the morning, which is fine. Like, I don't think there's a big issue with that. I do prefer to, to wake up earlier than that and really, really crush the early morning, so to speak nowadays. But, um, and you know, I go to bed earlier too, usually between nine and 10. But, um, so, you know, like looking into this, and there's even an article I was reading. This is funny, too. I was reading an article from CNN, CNN Health, as much as I hate CNN. talks about, you know, whether or not you can change from a night owl to an early bird. Can you change your chronotype? And the experts think that you can. I mean, I definitely agree with this. You know, once we get used to doing something over enough time, it might be hard at first. But, yeah, I think we definitely can change our sleep schedule and maybe even you know our actual circadian rhythm itself um so it seems like something you you can definitely change now the interesting thing though i will say is in the little bit of research that i've done on this i even though there may be people who are you know more nighttime chronotypes it does definitely definitely seem like it comes with more of a risk for health problems okay and this all makes sense because as i talked about earlier with our hormones when we disrupt our circadian rhythms we're disrupting our hormones you know i talked about cortisol and melatonin but the other hormones that are extremely important for our health are our hunger and satiety hormones we're also you know insulin insulin is just it's you know they call it the mother hormone or whatever for many reasons but um, essentially when we're not 
when our circadian rhythm gets thrown off, we're not sleeping when we're supposed to sleep, we're not awake when we're supposed to be awake, it's disrupting our insulin sensitivity, makes us more susceptible to things like type 2 diabetes, and it makes it so, um, like literally, the, the insulin response to food is very important. If you're having a good insulin sensitive response, as I understand it, like I'm, I'm not, you know, I should be, you know, disclaimer here, I'm not a doctor, but essentially it makes it so that the food is literally more likely to be used to fuel muscle growth as opposed to fat growth. This, and like I said, I'm not a hormones expert by any means, but when our insulin and other hormones are messed up, uh, our body does not react to food the same way. Let's, let's put it that way. Okay. And, um, in addition to that, there definitely seem to statistically be more health issues in people who identify as night owls compared to people who are morning larks, if you want to call us that. Um, so even though it seems like some people are more, you know, maybe more set up for this based on their chronotype or genetically or whatever, it doesn't seem like it's a good thing. It still seems like it's better to be more of a morning person or a daytime person as opposed to a night owl, so to speak. Um, and that is funny too, because it's like statistics show that like, you know, night owls are more depressed, have higher rates of depression and blah, 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 blah. And, um, then I was, it was, it was almost kind of like a chicken or an egg thing, you know, um, when I was like reading this article, um, cause it's like, well, yeah, duh, that makes sense. Like you try to be a night owl, you're going to have more depression and anxiety or not, you know, light in itself makes us, uh, you know, it's a great cure for depression. This is what I tell people all the time. Like if you're feeling depressed or anxious, whatever, anything that's going on with your quote unquote mental health, getting outside when you can is extremely important, whether or not it's sunny. I mean, if it's sunny, even better, right? But anyway, so the statistics definitely seem to think that, that seem to show that even though some people may be more of night owls than morning people, that it's, it's still just not as good for our health. Like long story short, the more you can be awake during daytime hours and asleep during nighttime hours, which for most people in the modern world means waking up a little earlier and getting to bed a little earlier, um, it's probably better for our health overall. Now, how do you do this, right? How do you, okay, because even like me, like I said, I'm recording this episode on five hours of sleep because I stayed up till 1230 last night. And, um, you know, that's like three hours later than I would normally stay up on a weekday, you know. So there comes a point, too, where you're like, well, I don't know. I mean, I, I can't change the whole culture by myself. And I still want to go out and have fun. I want I don't want to lose these relationships with people that I have that do stay out late. You know, um, it's a part of life. Right. So in terms of like mitigating it, see, this is one one interesting thing for me. And this is I have like friends who debate me on this. They tell me, you know, like, Sean, you should just sleep in then more. Just sleep in. If you stay up till 12 or 1 or even 2 in the morning, then sleep in till 9 or 10 the next day. But I'm like, guys, I can't. You don't understand. My, It's not my alarm that's waking me up. My body is waking me up at 5 or 5.30 or maybe 6. Like, I just, the, I mean, literally, I'm recording this episode right now. I haven't woken up with an alarm in months. I always set it for like 6.30 just in case. Because I wouldn't want to sleep past that because I do have stuff that I want to do in the morning. But, like, my body naturally wakes me up. You know, usually 5 or 5.30, occasionally even a little bit before that. But it doesn't matter. Like, I could go to bed at 3.30 and my body would probably wake me up at 5 or 5.30 or 6. It's just the way I am. And, yes, like, the next day sucks. Like, I am, you know, I only got five hours of sleep. I am sleep deprived. I don't feel quite as good. I'm, I'm not a good napper. Like, I don't. I can try to take naps in the afternoon sometimes the following day, but it doesn't really work. The point I'm making here is, like, for me, 
I in general just can't sleep in at this stage of life. Like I, there were a few years where I could a little bit in my twenties, but it just, it doesn't work now, you know? So, um, I mean, I don't even know what to tell you. If you're someone who does do the social jet lag thing, if you go to, you know, go to bed at 10 on the weekdays and then one or two on the weekends, like, would my advice be to sleep in until eight or nine or 10 AM or just to get up at six anyway, like you normally would on a weekday? I don't even know what I would tell you then, honestly. Um, I, I, I don't know, and I don't think there's like backed up scientific evidence that shows what's better for your health, if that makes sense. To just sleep the seven or eight hours if you can and sleep in later, or to just go ahead and wake up at the same time. Because either way, it ends up being like a quote-unquote circadian reset. Like let's say you Let's say you go out late Saturday night. And then Sunday morning, you set your alarm for six. Your alarm wakes you up, and you wakes you up, and you're like, "Oh, God, that was a bad idea." Now, yeah, you will be more tired on Sunday, like I am on this beautiful Sunday. Um, but then the kind of the nice thing is, like, if you were to sleep in until like ten on that Sunday, then a lot of times you won't even be able to get to bed at your normal time Sunday evening. And so, like Sunday evening, you're trying to go to bed at ten, and it just like doesn't work. You know what I mean? Like, like either way, there's going to be some form of a of like a, a reset. It's, it's not going to work. <laughs> You're off either way. That's what I'm trying to say. And for me, like what's probably going to happen tonight since I don't have anything going on late this evening is I'll probably literally crash in bed by like 7.30 or 8 p.m. and kind of make up for it, quote unquote, air quotes, with like 10 hours of sleep. That's the goal. Now, theoretically, that doesn't work that well either. Like theoretically, if you listen to all of the perfect health experts, they'll tell you, well, no, you got to, you know, you got to keep the same schedule every night and you can't make up for, you know, five hours one night, 10 hours the next night. It doesn't work like that. Um, Up for debate as well, like I said. But if we were all going to try to live in this perfect world, then there's the old running joke about the guy who was Perfectly healthy and did everything right all up to the point where he killed himself at age 30 because life was so boring. <laughs> um, but so we have to make sure we we're not that guy either, metaphorically speaking. Um, not even metaphorically speaking, hypothetically speaking, whatever the word is. When you're sleep deprived, it's hard to differentiate between words like metaphorical and hypothetical. It's okay. All right. So um, I don't know. That's the deal. Yeah. Social jet lag. What I mean, what are the best ways to mitigate it? I, okay. A couple quick tips to finish. I will say that it's, it's good to see the morning light. Get, get outside. See the morning light. If you can, uh, try to make your, your house apartment as dark as possible at night. Um, wear blue light blocking glasses like I do if you, you know, if you can before you go to bed. And I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like when I go to the club like I did last night, I wasn't wearing my blue light blocking glasses in there. I don't, I'm not being that big of a nerd. You know what I mean? Um, but, um, and like I said, I'm just doing something that I know is bad for my health, but it's fun. It is what it is. Um, but yeah, you know, try to just reset yourself every day by getting out and seeing the morning light, getting some natural light in your eyes as much as possible. Uh, kind of reset those circadian rhythms, do some exercise earlier in the day is usually helpful to get yourself kind of back on track. Like it's the same type of things that help with actual jet lag when you travel from like one country to another or different time zones. The same kind of tips work in general to overcome social jet lag if you do choose to stay out late on the weekends. Um, Yeah, that's all I got for you today. So uh, keep it real. We'll talk again soon. Peace. 
Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it and learned something valuable for daily workouts, fitness tips, nutrition advice, mindset advice. You can follow me on Instagram at Sean underscore Tumelson. That's S-E-A-N underscore T-U-M-I-L-S-O-N. For more information about Keep Talking, you can follow Keep Talking on Instagram. That is K-E-E-P-T-A-L-K-E. 